and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand, the wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. This is Hotshot Danny Duggan, leader of Team Jacked and Fanny Packed, and you're listening to the J&K Podcast. This is Hotshot Danny Duggan, and you can follow Canadian Wrestling's Elite on social media. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at CWE Canada for all the up-to-the-date latest news updates on Canada's Elite Wrestling Alternative. This is Ryan Bowman, editor-in-chief of TheGorillaPosition.com, and you're listening to the J&K Podcast. All right, guys, Big Joe and Carl Carafel here on the J&K Podcast. What's going on? What's up, guys? All right, so we're here for another uh, week here, Carl, and... um, Elimination Chamber and uh, the Raw afterwards have happened now, and uh, there's definitely been a lot going on here, but uh, before we get into all that discussion, let's talk about our sponsor, CollarAndElbowBrand.com. Sure, CollarAndElbowBrand.com. It is where wrestling passion meets street fashion. Go to CollarAndElbowBrand.com and take a look at everything that they have available in their store, and as an added bonus you can get 10% off your entire purchase if you use the code JKPODCAST at the checkout. Again, that code is JKPODCAST. Use that at the checkout and get yourself 10% off the entire order. Now, we do want to mention, because it's going to be happening in just a couple of short days, that CollarAndElbowBrand.com will be having a spring cleanup sale. They're going to be doing up to 60% off items within their store. Now, you can still use the code JKPODCAST and get yourself an additional 10% off. So if you're taking a look at the scheme of things, you could get something for up to at least 70% off. An amazing deal. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, any purchase that you make, uh, any amount or... You know, if you just get a couple of things or if you want to get a whole bunch of stuff, you can uh, save off all that. There's even a, uh, a zip-up hoodie on there now, which is something I've been kind of looking forward to on there as well. So, And now, I mean, starting on the 1st, we're looking March 1st to March 7th. That'll be the time for you to go and uh, purchase something like that. Awesome. I know that they are uh, kind of making their way, um, taking some stuff out. They will be taking some stuff out. They're kind of trying to sell through it all to make room for Ooh. more merchandise that's going to be coming out so going to be exciting to see what they come out with 
Mm-hmm. And we also want to mention our friends over at thegorillaposition.com. On our last episode, of course, we had the uh, editor-in-chief, Ryan Bowman, uh, on in our podcast here. So make sure and go and check out them. You know, they talk about all the goings-on in the wrestling business and done from a very you know, authentic, very pro wrestling illustrated approach. And they, they do some excellent work over there. So make sure and check them out as well. All right. So before we get into our discussion, we are going to play our usual sound clip before we get into uh, talking about what's been going on. There's been some interesting stuff to say, at least going on with uh, the WWE. So um, here we go with Homer Simpson, of course, from the Simpsons, starting his own internet company and see what happens. They have the internet on computers now. Homer, Bill Gates is here. Bill Gates? Billionaire computer nerd, Bill Gates? Oh my god, oh my god. Get out of sight, Marge. I don't want this to look like a two-bit operation. Mr. Simpson? You don't look so rich. Don't let the haircut fool you. I'm exceedingly wealthy. Get a load of the ball job, Marge. Your internet ad was brought to my attention, but I can't figure out what, if anything, Compia Global Hypermeganet does. So rather than risk competing with you, I've decided simply to buy you out. This is it, Marge. I poured my heart and soul into this business, and now it's finally paying off. We're rich, richer than astronauts. Homer, quiet. You'll queer the deal. Oh, I reluctantly accept your proposal. Well, everyone always does. Buy them out, boys! Hey, what the hell's going on? Oh, I didn't get rich by writing a lot of checks. (laughs) So there you go. Um, That's what happens when you... Try and uh, start up an internet company, and then you get bought out by Bill Gates, so at least according to The Simpsons, anyways. And The Simpsons has always been pretty spot on when it comes to a bunch of different things. <laughs> so, I mean, that is something that I could totally have seen been done in real life. <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, they've done their fair share of poking fun of Apple as well. So you can make sure and uh, you can check all that out, of course, uh, on YouTube, uh, all kinds of clips there uh, that uh, you can find anything that you want to do with the Simpsons there. All right. So I think a good way to kind of start off with here, um, Elimination Chamber, uh, good, bad, mediocre. I mean, like every pay-per-view, there's good points and there's bad points to it. Mm-hmm. Um, for myself, uh, I'm going to go kind of straight into the bad points. Okay. Um, Asuka and Brock Lesnar. Oof. Now, I've gone through many, many times and <laughs> given my gripes about Asuka. I'm yep. not going to do it again. I've gone through and given my gripes about Roman Reigns. I'm not going to do it again. I'm just going to say that my two bad points for the entire show were Asuka and Roman Reigns. Yeah. It was definitely a surprise... I mean, with the Oscar stuff, I mean, like you've mentioned, every single one of her matches seems to play out the same kind of way. You know, she gets uh, her butt handed to her. And then, you know, and, and this, this is actually something that's um, becoming more commonplace, not just with her, but with some other, you know, workers where this thing of getting beat down and then bouncing right back up again after, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's something that's that's really becoming more prevalent within the WWE, at least, that mm-hmm. I'm seeing. Um, and it's it really irks me. Like, where where is a little bit of realism in, in this anymore? It doesn't seem as though that there is. It's now entertainment, and that's it. But 
the problem is it's not entertaining me. Mm-hmm. Now I can say that I have gone and I have I have tried to watch uh, MMA. Um, yeah, I do enjoy it sometimes, but it's not it's not you know a passion. It's not the big thing in my life. Pro mm-hmm. wrestling is. Yep. They have realism. It's yep. there. Yep. I understand that. But these guys are entertainers. Now, when I watch a movie, those guys are entertainers. Those girls are entertainers. Mm-hmm. They're entertaining me. They're, sh- they're giving me a sense of realism within this movie that they're doing or within this television show that they're doing. And I'm really not seeing that within the WWE anymore. And it's really frustrating. It's very touch and go. Like the... You know, something happens, you know, and then they, they, they kind of sell. Some of them are better at it than some, and some are, uh, you know, not as good at it. But then, you know, there's a handful of it. And I mean, I, mean, I can't think of each one to kind of name them off by name, but there's definitely some that, it, it and I get, you know, this could be very kind of jarring to the, you know, the new kind of fan or somebody that's just kind of looking, you know, at becoming a fan for the first time. And they see this, and it's very kind of uh, unusual to see somebody take like a devastating move. And then bounce right back up, like everything's okay. Yeah, I mean it definitely so, is. You know, for me, if I see somebody getting punched in the face yeah. ten times, you expect them to stay down. You expect for a while. them to stay down. <laughs> They're not going to jump right back up into a hurricanrana, and it just there's it wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. Not even Bruce Lee would be able to do that. No. Bruce Lee <laughs> gets punched in the face. 10 times he's not getting right back up and going everything's fine it's yeah. not happening and you know you know suspending disbelief can only take you so far uh, as somebody viewing the content you know the people the performers the entertainers you know however you want to refer to them as you know when that kind of stuff happens it's just it leaves it's just a weird kind of experience to see especially if it's like a bunch of finisher type moves being hit in a row and then the other person just bounced back and hits their finisher once and it's done. It's like, well, then that totally just, you know, the other person's finishing move is no longer even legitimate or believable at this point. Yeah. You know, the super kick is a real uh, victim of this now because it's not only is it used by so many people, now it, it's, uh, you know, if somebody does, you know, try to use it as a finishing move, then you're, you know, it, there's just no belief there because, you know, it doesn't work for anybody else. Why would it work for this person? Yeah, exactly. You know, it, it's just, it's, I, I, I don't know really what to, you know, the cause of that is. If there's, you know, maybe if we're making a bigger issue of it than it is, I mean, it, it's, it's kind of a weird thing that's been going on. It's been gradually kind of happening and it's, to me now, like if it really stands out though. It does, and I, I, I guess it really doesn't help that I point it out every time that I see it as well while we're you know watching a watching a WWE show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's it's really becoming more and more prevalent, and it it's really it sucks. It's troubling, and especially when it happens to this person that uh, you know dealing with Oscar specifically, somebody who's on this big long undefeated streak. Um, for it to always kind of happen the kind of the same way, and a lot of times it's you know not even mixing it up. It's just it's getting to the point where, I mean, I'm still really surprised that as many people are as high on her as they are. Honestly, I am too. I mean, it's, it's yeah, a, I get it, but at the same time, I don't, it's something that I figured would have honestly kind of just phased out and people would, would, wouldn't have cared anymore. Um, but I think it, the WWE keeps throwing her down our, our throats and keeps pushing her into our face. And, you know, every chance that they have, they seem to be talking about, 
the undefeated streak of Asuka and you know nobody's better than Asuka and nobody can defeat Asuka and Asuka this and Asuka that and uh, I'm gonna ask you to shut your mouth about it now because I'm tired of it <laughs> we're done yeah just done and I'm surprised more people actually aren't because it's it's it seems as though like it's something like I said that they're they're really pushing at us and pushing at us and yeah. it, it, this would have been and even though I'm not a huge fan of Nia Jax either, this 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 would have been the perfect time yeah. to have her lose yeah. is to Nia Jax. Now, Nia Jax is nothing. Yeah, she is absolutely nothing. If yeah. she can't go out there and beat Oscar, she's nothing she's now. Nothing. Yeah, you've just buried her essentially. Yeah, you built her up to be this this <laughs> monster, you know, this irresistible force that was just stopped. That's something that, that, you know, going more into that, it seems, you know, going from the old kind of school days from when we used to watch to how it is now, that, you know, I, I guess say back in the day, they were a lot better at kind of building that up and keeping that momentum kind of going. Like if they, like if Braun Strowman would have been around in the old days, I think he would have probably gotten used better. Not to say that he's being misused now necessarily, but just back in the day, they were way better at building up and keeping it consistent with they whether were. it be like a heel or like a giant type character. They, definitely they were because it was it was a, it was a commodity is yeah. what it was. I mean like you have to take a look at somebody like Andre the Giant. Yeah. Andre the Giant would would have been considered a commodity mm-hmm. and he was he was amazing for that time and and for everything that happened. And then you come into, you know, uh, kind of not newer times, but newer, newish times with like the undertaker, mm-hmm. a big guy, he's a commodity. And then in WCW, they had the giants, mm-hmm. right. Or Paul, Paul white, uh, you know, big show, um, a commodity. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, and, and, and they built these guys up to be something because of how big these guys were. And because it's something that's, that's not seen in everyday life. No. You don't, you, I've, I've gone around this city and I have never seen somebody the size of the big show. No, never, never. Right. So you got to take these things and, and, and really work with them and build with them. And especially cause I'm a huge fan of Braun Strowman mm-hmm. when he, when he even first came into the WWE with uh, the, the Wyatt family, I loved it. I loved the look of him. I loved everything about Braun Strowman. And I really wish that they would have continued to... I mean, they're building on him now, but... There's been some missteps. Yeah, and it, it just seems like they'll push him up, you know, one step, and, and then, then they're bringing him back three, Yeah. right? And it, it sucks. Yeah, you know, specifically with him, I mean, he does that running kind of power slam, I think better than any kind of big man has done quite, oh, quite yeah. a while. So he's not only very agile in the ring for a big guy, but, uh, you know, just character wise, I mean, it, it works and it seems like they get to a certain point and then who knows what happens, you know, yeah. storyline wise or writer wise, what's going on. We'll never know. But, uh, I think a positive thing to, to take out of elimination chamber, at least for me personally, that was a pretty cool moment to wonky at some point, at one point there, but I think overall it was still doing pretty well. And that was Ronda Rousey signing her WWE contract. Yes. Yeah. That was cool. That was, that was very, very cool. And you know what I liked about it? I'm asking a question. Do you know what I liked about it? What did you like about it? You don't know what I liked about it? The fact that she put Hunter through a table? No, actually. <laughs> although that was an amazing thing to see, yep. there was realism. Mm-hmm. 
and I've talked about that quite a bit on this episode and the show already. Ronda Rousey went out there and she was at a loss for words. Yeah, she Legitimately. Was. Yeah. She was holding back tears. You could see that she was fighting back tears because this is huge. This is something huge because she is the first MMA woman to come into the business of, yep. of, of that stature, right? Yep. I mean, she was the first uh, what, UFC bantamweight women's champion. She was the first women's champion in WWE or in UFC, sorry, period. Yes. She was the first one. Right. And I mean, like that's that's huge for the WWE to be mm-hmm. able to, um, you know, have her essentially come to them and say, yeah, you know what? I'm done with my MMA career. I would love to come in and, you know, perform with you guys now. So huge honor for her and huge plus and win for the WWE. Yeah. And I mean, I've seen footage. I've watched videos of her training and everything like that. And uh, wow. I mean, she's, she's been putting in the time and the effort from what I've been seeing. So I'm looking forward to see what she does. You know, apparently she's going to have a match at WrestleMania. Exactly what it is. We can kind of see what they're building towards, but it still remains to be seen. Things can change. You know, you know, so injuries and things can happen, so things can shift around. So I don't want to necessarily, you know, say what's going to happen because we don't know for sure quite yet. But we just we, we know that in some capacity she's going to be involved in WrestleMania down in New Orleans this year. Very true. So. And yeah, I mean, she has not uh, pussyfooted around. I guess like she she hasn't. She's taken this entire thing seriously. Mm-hmm. She hasn't just come in and gone. I'm the star. Uh, give me everything. And, you know, she's actually come into it humble and been like, okay, so I understand. I have to train. I have to do this. And she has put the work and the effort into it. Now, to, to kind of segue from that, from somebody who takes things seriously and, you know, puts the time and the effort, segueing into Mr. Brock Lesnar. Who? <laughs> Otherwise, uh, we've referred to him as Bork Laser. You know, for those of you who have paid attention to us for a while, uh, he was a not only a no-show at, um, at Elimination Chamber, the champion for Raw, not present for that. Then the following day on Raw, supposed to make an appearance, him and Paul Heyman, a no-show. And before we get into the whole discussion, let's let... Uh, his WrestleMania opponent, Mr. Roman Reigns, who is not known for doing very good promos, let's give him a chance to speak and see what he thinks about this whole shenanigans going on here. You guys want to know the truth? They're not going to like it back there, but I'm going to say it anyways. Brock Lesnar's not here tonight. Up until about 30 minutes ago, I thought Brock was going to be here, but something happened or the other, and he didn't show. And nobody will say this back there, but I'm going to say it. Brock Lesnar is an entitled piece of crap who hides behind his contract. We are six weeks from WrestleMania, and the Universal Champion is not here today. We were in Vegas last night. Brock was in Vegas. He wasn't at the Elimination Chamber. Guess where he was? He was running around the strip taking pictures with Dana White in the UFC on social media. You want to know why? Because he doesn't respect me. He doesn't respect any of you. 
and he doesn't respect anybody in that locker room. And I'm sick of it. We're all sick of it. They all know it back there. We all know it. Every single week, me and them boys run across this world and we bust our ass. And Brock just shows up whenever he wants to, when the money's right or the city's right. But we don't care. It doesn't matter how many people show up, how big the town is, I'll be there. Because I said I'll be there. And Brock and Paul, don't worry, they're gonna come out here and say, we're businessmen. Well, guess what? I was born in this business. My family and my bloodline is this business. And I was taught at an early age that there's a fine line between business and respect. And I say this right now. I don't respect Brock Lesnar. And I damn sure don't fear that I think I've said enough now. I'm gonna go and head to the back, take my ass chewing like a man because unlike some people, I actually care and respect this place. And there you have it. <laughs> wow. Now, I got to say, you know, like I said, from uh, somebody who's uh, not known for doing good uh, promo work, I-, I think that he did really well there because I think he got a chance to actually be himself and actually speak his mind there. <clears throat> Honestly, this, this for me is exactly what I've been talking about. Yep. This now has blurred that line for me. Mm-hmm. Has Roman Reigns gone and taken classes to get better on the microphone <laughs> he did well didn't he? or is that just realism and emotion coming out of him right now i think it's a little bit of both i, I think it could be both it could be mm-hmm. uh, wow wow is like i mean i i'm i'm speechless <laughs> right now because speech. that was an amazing promo an amazing showing that was Mm -hmm. done by roman reigns there that i have never seen out of him before yep i know i was impressed too wow yep and all it took was uh brock lizard not showing up yeah now whether or not that that's you know legitimate or not you know with 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 this now like you said you know it's plants that seeded down we don't know now if what's going on is what's going on or what is going on yeah (laughs) we don't know and you know thanks to uh to that i mean it's it's blurring the lines like you said with the kayfabe now which i think is awesome i'm digging it so that's how that ended and one last thing to to end off with and this is another big one and this has to do with Mr. John Cena. Ah, yes. <laughs> Mr. Cena. Very kind of um, weird cryptic stuff that, that he's been kind of throwing out there right now. Uh-huh. Um, 
especially if, if if you were watching raw this this last night i guess this this monday yep. after uh, elimination chamber he kind of goes out there and and really addresses the crowd and 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 kind of hypes up something that was you know that i i actually thought was happening like i days prior i had had thought this and then um elimination chamber happened and when cena didn't win the chamber i was like oh this is this is happening this is it's got to be this is exactly what needs to be happening now um turns out it isn't maybe weird because he started off he went out there and kind of said this whole spiel you know and said no i'm calling it the undertaker and then kind of does like a slow roll and he says "Eh, but that's not gonna happen I'm like, dude, did you just literally just swerve us? Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it was, it, it felt like such a, you know, such almost like an, I'm going to apologize ahead of time, almost kind of like an F you basically to everybody. You know, he he kind of hyped it all up and then just went, just kidding. We got Rick rolled. <laughs> That's what it felt like. <laughs> it was ridiculous. I was like, dude, like, ah, oh. like, this better if it's not if that if it, it better be building to something. I hope and I, honestly, I mean, it's Cena. Cena is is still no matter what anybody says. Cena is still the face of this of the company. Oh yeah. Cena is the WWE. Cena is the Hulk Hogan of today. Okay, I, I've said it. I, I'm not proud of it, but I've said it. Yeah. Okay. Um, he really needs to have a decent match at. WrestleMania. I'm not saying he needs to be main event, but I'm saying he needs to be on the card somewhere mm-hmm. because his name alone is going to help buy rates for things. And I mean, I, I had said Cena Taker, it's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, apparently, maybe not now because instead of. Um, I know what he's going to do. Instead of him going over or instead of him, you know, taking on Undertaker or calling Undertaker out right now, he says. I'm a free agent and watch SmackDown. <laughs> what I fear and what I highly suspect that what he's going to do and what, what WWE is going to do is they're going to make that title match, a triple threat match with AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura and John Cena. I can see it coming a mile away. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah. unfortunate because everybody wants to see just a one-on-one match with AJ and Shinsuke, not, you know, nothing against John Cena, but you know, we, we just—I would prefer to him just have a standalone match. I could be wrong, but you know, you know, we have a pretty good mind for uh, you know the, the goings on in this business, and uh, I can I can see it coming. I can see it coming. Yeah, you know what? I I, I can too. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I well, I'm wrong. You people will. I mean, SmackDown will have. You know, already happened or already started by the time you get to to hear this. But yep. um, for you and I, anyways, Joe, um, starting the show off will be John Cena, um, as just reported uh, from WWE dot uh, com. I get, I, get I get those. Yeah, yeah, I get those on my phone all the time. It's right there. It says that John Cena will kick off the show and talk about his road to WrestleMania. Oh boy. Well. We shall see. Um, it's been some f- weird kind of shenanigans going on leading up to WrestleMania this year. I just hope, you know, that that it's done. Hopefully, it's going to be good. I, I, I hope. I, I hope so as well. I mean, I, I really can't see it being 
bad. I mean, it's WrestleMania, right? Yeah. WrestleMania is always going to be the pinnacle show. It's always going to be over the top, whether it's, you know, uh, the stage or the pyro or, you know, the sets or whatever, you know, is happening. And they're always going to bring in some name that's going to help, you know, make the show and oh, stuff yeah. like that. So it's never really a bad show when you look at WrestleMania, yeah. but hopefully the wrestle card is going to be a good card. Well, my only plea, I think, to kind of end off, just for me personally, myself, uh, to WWE, if anybody happens to be listening to this from WWE, or it be a, a Triple H or anybody up higher, please, from all of us millions of wrestling fans here in Canada, please, at some point in the near future, look into bringing WrestleMania back to Canada. There is a huge and very loyal market for professional wrestling. You know, Nelly. You know, with the independent wrestling crowd and just, you know, with the pedigree of you know, the Hart family and everybody else that's been involved in wrestling up here in Canada, there's a huge following for wrestling Canada. Please look at bringing, whether it, I don't care if it's Toronto or Vancouver or on the East Coast somewhere, please look at bringing WrestleMania back to Canada. Please, please, please. Hopefully at some point they do. Because it's, it's, it's turned into just, you know, being in a, you know, just a select few places that keep bidding for it and they keep winning. It's... You know, Toronto, if, if anybody from Toronto is listening to this, you know, put in a bid for you know, to see to get WrestleMania back to the Rogers Center. I mean, one of the biggest WrestleManias of all time was there. You know, it'd be, it'd be nice to see it back there. It, it definitely would be. And I mean, that's that's part of the issue, though, is that WWE really doesn't just kind of go to these places and go, yeah, we're going to come here. Um, you know, it's more these these cities need to put in the bid mm-hmm. for WrestleMania to really come to their area right and hopefully someone within uh canada will at some point make that bid and hopefully that bid is won it would be nice to see all right well i think that's a good way to wrap things up here we'll let uh, carl tell you all about our social media and then we will uh we'll uh, send this off here definitely so we've added uh one username for our facebook our twitter and our instagram all of it can be found at JK Podcasts. That is with an S at the end. JK Podcasts. I had to put the S on the end to make it universal across all of it. So we are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter at JK Podcasts. Now, we do still have our giveaway that is happening over on our Facebook page. So make sure you go over there. We are now at 72 people on that Facebook page. When we reach 100, we will be giving away an autographed Jake the Snake Roberts photo from the CWE show that was done here this past winter or during the winter. Um, So make sure you tell your friends to go onto Facebook. They could enter to have a chance at winning a Jake the Snake Roberts autographed photo. It is open to people worldwide. Mm-hmm. We will ship it to wherever you are. Now, we do want to mention as well, thegorillaposition.com. Yes. You guys will be seeing some posts on the Facebook page from thegorillaposition.com. Um, we're not going to put all of their stuff out there for you, but things that we kind of find interesting, we're going to put in there for you so that you can kind of take a look at it. And if you want to know more, you definitely 100% have to go over to thegorillaposition.com and take a look at all of the different articles and stuff that, that they're putting out there. Amazing writers and amazing things happening over there. So please go and check them out as well. 
And then lastly, we don't want to forget about our friends over at the collar and elbow brand.com starting on the first till the seventh, there is a 60% off spring cleaning sale going on. Go and check out everything that they have there as well. Use our promo code JK podcast to get an additional 10% off your entire order. Cool. Yep. And I think that's a good way to end off. Thanks again for tuning in. And let's see what happens on SmackDown. Will John Cena run into The Undertaker on SmackDown? Or will he insert himself into a triple threat match? Or will something else happen? We will see. All right. And that wraps it up for, for this week, Carl. So thanks for tuning in, everybody. And we will see you next time. Ciao. This is the Top Gun Chase Britt, and you're listening to the J&K Podcast. This is ECW Original, The Enforcer, C.W. Anderson. I'm listening and always listen to Turnbuckle Talk with Joe and Carl, not only because I'm an Anderson, because these guys are extreme.